Welcome to the Racing Wire Podcast Network's encore presentation of the Performance Motorsports Network's broadcast of the Hoosier Racing Tires SECA Super Tour races from Michelin Raceway Road, Atlanta. This was first broadcast live Sunday, March 14th, 2022. All right, and with that, I'm going to turn the mic over to Chris, and we're going to start our rundown as we've got a pretty good field here of Spec Racer Ford 3s. <laughs> Starting in uh, 52nd place, David Flint. Starting 51st, Nilis Masuris. Uh, in 50th, Larry Morris. In 49th, Matt Gray. In 48th, Judson Holt. 47th, Mark McGuire. In 46th, Whitney Strickland. In 45th, David Jackson. In 44th, Robin Kirkland in 43rd, David Shaw in 42nd, Doug Mead in 41st, Craig Wheatley in 40th, Gregory Falcone in 39th, Jeff Futrell in 38th, William Hendricks in 37th, Bart Morris 36th, Joe Banks in 35th, Brian Grigsby in 34th, Joe Colasacco. In 33rd, Matt Morris. In 32nd, Charlie Rogers. In 31st, Broderick Bogus. In 30th, John Vogel. In 29th, Charles Devier. In 28th, Tyler Fox. 27th, Lee McNeish. In 26th, David Anzalone. In 25th, Charles Pigeon. In 24th, Tyler Knighton. In 23rd, Jason Barfield. In 22nd, Jean-Luc Laverto. In 21st, Zach Ping. In 20th, Steve Clifton. 19th, David Dickerson. In 18th, Cliff White. In 17th, Derek Schofield. <clears throat> In 16th, Donna Webster. In 15th, Jacob Dealey. In 14th, Matthew Horst. In 13th, Matthew Harper. In 12th, Stephen Coates. In 11th, Chuck Newman. And in 10th, here's your top 10. Rob Clifton, car 33 out of Evans, Georgia. Number 9 is car 119 of Todd Vanacore out of Ormond Beach, Florida. Starting 8th is the 29 of John Green out of Gainesville, Georgia. Seventh place is the car zero of Andrew Charbonneau out of Delray, Florida. In sixth is the 68 car of James Goffrey out of Jupiter, Florida. Starting fifth in the 52 is Peyton Long out of Greenbrier, Arkansas. Starting fourth, Denny Stripling in car four out of McKinney, Texas. Starting third, Grant Vogel out of St. Louis, Missouri. Starting second, car 61 of Brian Schofield out of Lakeland, Florida. And your pole sitter today, Charles Russell Turner in number 23 out of Mount Pelier, Virginia. All right, that is our starting grid. And, uh, Tim, you're going to see the cars first when they start rolling off here as, uh, well, they're actually starting to roll off now. And we're getting the race underway. So you'll see them coming your way. What are you looking forward to in this race today? Oh, there we go. Hopefully uh, a little bit better uh, clean racing today. Hopefully everything was getting out of their systems yesterday with uh, the flag situation we had going on. But here they come down. Thought I'd see a little bit more scrubbing as they were coming down the hill. Um, yep, here we go. The rest of the pack is definitely trying to warm up their tires. The pace car is way out in front of uh, Mr. Russell Turner here as they're coming down the hill here past turn number five. And then I'll lose them for a second. But the pack is all single file, as expected, scrubbing, trying to warm up. Um, 
good field. I know this is one of your favorite races, Mike. So yep. let's hopefully we have a little bit of a better uh, a better race today, guys. Over to Bob. All right, we're waiting for the uh, view of the pace car coming through here. But uh, yeah, I'm, I echo Tim Senna. The uh, the the wind is a little bit uh, is down drastically from yesterday, so that should uh, uh, eliminate some of the cross breaches on the track. But the temperatures are still about the same, so it's going to warm up. It's going to take a while to keep the, it's, the guys are going to have to keep uh, heat in the brakes, and the the uh, the track temperatures are still way below fifty degrees, and that is uh, that's not going to bode well for the first couple of laps, at least in my opinion. So uh, as we're still waiting for those uh, cars to pop over the hill here, uh, this is going to be interesting first couple of laps, I guarantee it. And uh, I'm hoping upon hope that uh, we have a little bit better luck today with the uh, with the temperatures and the racing than we did yesterday. Well, Bob, I thought it was funny when um, <clears throat> Tim was saying, called Mr. Russell Turner. I mean, uh, we know that, that uh, Russ yeah, is yeah. from the D.C. region, our home track. But uh, you think uh, Tim's trying to score some points there with the guy or what? <laughs> I just want to make sure I, I say the, it, the, the know, guy's name right. <laughs> 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 Give a little bit of respect to All these right, guys. <laughs> we've got a pace car coming down. and We've got our pace car coming down from nine. And uh, as Tim mentioned, a lot of scrubbing going on. The... Uh, Lights are still on on the pace car, just to be, uh, to be oh. specific. So um, I don't, I'm not sure whether they're going to take a second pace lap or what the story is. We'll let you know as uh, our pace uh, car, still with its lights on, going under the Fox Factory Bridge. Mike, you should see him in a second. Okay, well, here he comes. He decided to stay to the right and coming down the hill. And around 12 is our pace car. That's a good idea. Yeah, it's a good, great idea to give him a second lap here, Chris. Yeah, they definitely need to build some temp. Ambient right now is only 26. Sun is barely up over the horizon here. So Bob and Tim, they're going to be doing a second pace lap here. So hopefully we get a little cleaner green. Hopefully this will help build some temp and we'll have a little better uh, first lap when we do get the uh, the green flag here next time by hopefully that uh, you know this extra lap of not only just building tire temp but gearbox temp give the drivers an extra look around the track or you know as a recon lap let them get up to temperature as well because you know brakes do cool quite quickly in these kind of temps it's only 26 so clean and green hopefully the next time by. Well, with that sun out there, they're when they come down the front stretch, they're not looking directly into it, but it is really right there. So maybe they wanted to give them one shot down the front stretch here so that they could say, okay, guys, we have that bright sunshine. That's also going to be a factor for the first few laps. So we've got a pretty good field up here in the front. Some some really good drivers, Chris. you got uh, Russ Turner, Brian Schofield, Denny Stripling, James Goffrey, Andrew Charbonneau, Todd Vanacore back in ninth. I mean, these are some of the names on the Super Tour we see all the time. And there's some really good drivers. And with 52 of them out there, in fact, let me, let me check to make sure. Yep, all 52 are on the track. Oh, wait, we're not seeing the 14 of Robin Kirkland or the 94 of Jeff Futrell. Matt 
Scott Boris, Joe Colasacco, John Vogel, Tyler. There's a few that are not showing up here yet as uh, hitting the transponder. But uh, after the first hot lap, we'll be able to see the names will drop around. And we'll be able to tell you if we have all 52 out there or not. But uh, should be a really good race. And if I had to pick a name on this one, I wouldn't do it. Bat. All right, Tim, you should be coming into your view there. Pace car light still on, buddy. They are behind me towards Bob, and the lights are out. All right. All right, we've got a good view of them over here in uh, the uh, Fox Factory Bridge uh, <laughs> station here. Ice Station Zebra, we'll call that. Uh, the guys are starting to line up pretty well, still scrubbing tires, but uh, the first probably five or six rows are in position right now. The uh, guys that are a little further in the back, guys and gals that are a little further in the back are having some trouble catching up. But uh, they're coming through turn 10B right now, very well lined up. And we should be getting a green flag and a go. Mike, over to you for the green. Pace cars on pit road. Here they come. It looks good coming down the hill. Nice, Nicely well formed about the first 10 rows. Now Turner slows it down a little bit. I think he wants to kind of snooker the jump, but uh, we'll see. As they come down the front stretch, green flag, we're off. And the 61 of Schofield gets a great jump on Turner. They head down into turn one, Chris. Yep, uh, about three, four wide, a lot of jostling, a lot of jockeying back and forth. Uh, see all the brake lights? I'm watching that the exit of one to make sure everybody gets through. So far, it looks like that extra pace lap helped out, Mike, because uh, I didn't see anybody go off. So, But there's always the top of the hill as they come into Tim's view. Uh, we are side by side coming down the hill here at the S's. I'm going to have to get you some numbers because I think we had a position change already. The back of the field is two and three wide coming down the S's. Let them come up in front of me. It is going to be the red uh, the red of, I'm not sure I was able to catch a number, but the second and third position are side by side going into uh, turn number six right now. Still two and three wide between the third and fourth position as I try to look through this Malibu sitting over here and not able to catch them as they're coming out of turn number seven right now. Bob, you're going to have to try and straighten that out for us. All right, we can uh, do that easily as the uh, waiting for the cars to come over the hill. Here they come, and it is uh, pretty much, well, we've got two side-by-sides right out of the box here. And coming up through turn 10A and into 10B, we're looking at uh, see car number 23 is second, Brian Schofield. Car number 01 is still first. Grant Vogel, Stripling, still going as, pretty much as they grid it. So uh, coming up underneath the hill, underneath the bridge there, Mike, you should see it coming down the hill in just a second. All right, and then we have a full course caution already here, and it's the number four car of Denny Stripling in the lead, followed by Russell Turner, Brian Schofield, Grant Vogel, James Goffrey at your top five. And it looks like Matt Harper in the 71. Oh, no, it's not him. We'll have to wait till it goes. Now, the cars did not make the starting grid. It looks like it's going to be uh, Tyler Fox, John Vogel, Matt Morris, Joe Colasacco, Jeff Rutrell, Robin Kirkland, and uh, possibly even uh, Andrew Charbonneau. But uh, let's see. The last car in line here it looks like the 57. That's David Flint. I'm not seeing the 194. 
Okay, wait a second here. We're missing Tyler Knight and Lee McNish, Charles Deaver, and Greg Falcone. So four cars that are uh, not in the pack here, Chris. Understood. Yeah, I'm watching uh, safety trucks head up the hill. Tim, they'll be coming into your view. I'm not sure if that incident is uh, within your line of sight like yesterday when you and I were out there where most of that action that took place was usually at the top of the hill going through 3-4 coming down into 5. Do you have an eyeball on what's up out there? It's right at the top of the hill between, I believe, 1 and 2. Um, I do know it is the number 62 car involved down right at the start of the X S's there's two cars one is backed up against the wall one is sort of up next to him I'm trying to get another number other than a 62 I have a all red car and an all blue car emergency services are in the area here all right bud appreciate it if you can get a car number um, if you can get card numbers for us here uh, after a few minutes, then uh, that would be helpful, if possible. All right, you said a 62. I'm not seeing a 62. Well, I can tell you, Mike, yesterday when I was out there, um, from if, if Tim's at the same vantage point I was at yesterday. Oh, it's it, tough on these cars. It's, it's very, very far away. Even with binoculars, it makes it difficult because... The way the top of the hill is angled, the car is nose at you, and if it's even blind, uh, as you come through the corner, the corner worker station's there, there's about three trees, and it's really hard to pick off a car number from out there other than color, but Tim, I appreciate you trying. Just let us know if you get any new update, okay? Will do, Chris. Oh, hang on. Oh, Okay. All right, again, the cars that we're looking for is the 16 of Tyler Knighton, the 22 of Lee McNish, the 43 of Charles Deaver, and the 97 of Greg Falcone. As the pace car comes down the hill, round turn 12, bringing the field with him again this lap. And again, out of all that action, uh, right at the beginning of this race, Denny Stripling jumped from fourth up to first. Yeah, he had started in, in, in the fourth position, so I'm not sure if that uh, took place on the back stretch or at the top of the hill. Um, but most guys think, you know, as a driver, oh, we're all bunched together. Now's the opportunity to pounce because I can get by while we're stacked together. Sometimes that can cause a domino effect behind you as you stack up the field if you don't get your pass right and it kills your momentum. So, uh you have to be careful on these opening laps as I watch more emergency vehicles like Chris uh, and Mike. Yes. Go ahead. I believe we have a situation behind me at turn number eight. I heard something about EV and other vehicles coming back here to position eight. I don't know if here, I can't really see behind us. Chris, I am in the exact same spot as we were yesterday, but I'm kind of blinded by the hill here at the Motel Bridge. Okay. Um, I know your exact vantage point. I know what you're telling me there. Yeah, it's a, it's a tough spot to be in for turn eight. I do have the uh, pace car in the field coming down through past me, uh, getting ready to go into turn number six. Lights are still on because uh, I would... Obvious, yeah. Uh, yeah, we I still just, have the situation going on at three. Still emergency vehicles there. 
and there are still emergency vehicles coming up here to eight. Okay, and I know you've got a radio to race control, so if you hear anything new, let us know. Will do, sir. So, two incidents out there, Mike. It looks like turn eight and three. So, I just saw a rollback go up the hill off of pit road, so it looks like we have some more towing to get done. So, good job by the officials and uh, the flaggers and all the volunteers this weekend. We'd just like to say uh, a thank you here while we have a brief minute uh, to thank all the volunteers that make this weekend possible for all of us to come out and enjoy a great facility here at Michelin Raceway Road Atlanta. Yes. So, Bob, let's let's go back into the driver's cockpit here, buddy. What are you thinking right now if you're, say, in the top ten? Okay. I'm uh, trying to keep focused, first off, because uh, it's cold, and those guys are cold going slow as well. Uh, I'm trying to keep heat in my tires. I'm trying to keep uh, a little bit of heat in those brakes as well because uh, we've got some heavy braking zones in this thing. And I'm just trying to focus. It's uh, it, This is where, where, you know, when you start to get into these, uh, I'll almost call them parade laps, but they're yellow laps that uh, you're at 45 miles an hour. You've got to be ready for when that green flag flies to so the pace cars coming by right. So these guys are having to concentrate uh, and, and keep focused. And, and they, 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 it's, this is just kind of a lull. And it's a, if you're not if you don't stay sharp, Mike, you uh, you are going to lose that uh, edge. And when the green flag flies, you're gonna you're not going to be right on where you need to be. And the longer these pace laps go, harder it is for these guys to concentrate. Well, I can understand that. I mean, it's it's got to be frustrating too as a driver uh, the way this weekend's gone. And here you go, one lap in, and again the. Uh, you're back under double yellow again. Well, Mike we saw Chris? some posts on Facebook that was it. Go ahead. Go ahead, Tim. Uh, just information. I do know one of the cars down here at three is the number 2-2. Two, two. Thanks, Tim. All right, that would be Lee McNish. All right, Bob, continue what you were saying. All right, as we, as we started, uh, we saw last night on Facebook, a number of uh, expressions of frustration about the event and the weather and the conditions and the drivers and that sort of thing. And this is, uh, you know, this is reflective of the frustration that's out there right now. Um, there's nothing wrong with the track. There's uh, everything wrong with the weather. And uh, <laughs> as we've mentioned on a number of occasions, we've got a, a lot of a uh, lot of drivers that are out here for the first time. So there was a lot of rust to get knocked off yesterday and 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 uh, I'm hoping and upon hope we've said numerous times that uh, today is going to be different. It's not starting out that way. All right, the 43 of Charles Deaver just uh, finally rolled on down pit road now and uh, Mike, yes, go ahead, Tim. I believe that was one of the cars involved behind me at turn eight, the four three. Okay. So we have two of the cars identified out there. And, uh, yeah, Bob, and what we're saying, and we saw the frustration in some of the drivers, and you cannot really hold anything against the track or any of that when it comes to the weather now. I mean, it's just that's the way Mother Nature is. You got dealt a bad hand. You just have to deal with it and uh, work with it and go from there. 
Mike, I'm hearing that uh, we have several more laps planned behind the safety car for the uh, pickups at 3 and 8. So uh, that's going to be another couple of laps anyway before we go green. Gotcha. All right, we're coming up on the 24-minute mark of this 35-minute or 19-lap race. And we've got uh, 16 laps to go. So uh, we, we will get back to rolling here in a few minutes. If it's uh, two or three laps, we're looking at about eight or nine minutes before we go green again. But uh, we can hopefully get everything cleaned up and uh, get back to some good racing here with the Spec Racer Ford 3s. And again, to reset the top of the field for you, the top 10, it is Denny Stripling out in front, Charles Turner second, Brian Schofield third, Grant Vogel fourth, James Goffrey in fifth, John Green running sixth, Peyton Log seventh, Todd Bannacore eighth, Rob Clifton ninth, Chuck Newman in tenth. And you know, uh, it's great, Chris, to see Todd Bannacore out there in his normal Spec Racer Ford 3. Uh, last year, Todd gave up his season to run the SADEV test cars all year long in the uh, Super Tour. Now, he was allowed to win races and all that, but he was not allowed to gain points for the runoffs. But, uh, you know, Todd went and you know did it for the SCCA and for his fellow competitors in Spec Racer Ford 3. And uh, you got to take your hat off to a guy like that that'll, that will give up a season to do that. Right. For our listeners at home that may not be familiar with that, can you shed some light on exactly what he was doing development-wise? Well, the SADEV, I believe, was a uh, the sequential transmission. In fact, Bob could probably tell you more about it as the rollback okay. is coming in with a 97 of Greg Falcone. So, Bob, you, Bob. Bob, tell us about the, the uh, SADEV. Yeah, the SADEV. Uh, what, what the problem was is the transmissions uh, that have been running in Spec Racer 4 and Racer 4 3 are aging units. They've been around for a long, long time. They're based on production transmission, and it was uh, very, very, well, parts are getting hard to find. Very, very expensive $1,000 for a rebuild on a transmission. Well, the... Uh, comp board and the development people got together and said hey look uh, we need another transmission and they came up with a six-speed sequential box that uh, I'm sorry a five-speed sequential box that uh, was tested last year on uh, about 10 different cars now as Mike pointed out those cars were not allowed to uh, get points towards the runoffs they could win races and and it demonstrated Robert rather vividly because of the of the the success ratio of the success rate of the transmission. It was not a uh, a competition advantage; it was a cost advantage. And so the Save Dev transmissions were adopted. And uh, I believe you can run either either box at this point. But uh, a lot of the competitors are choosing to run the sequential gearbox because, of course, it's easier to upshift and downshift. So uh, that's pretty much the, it was a cost move on the part of the SCCA, and it was a successful move, and I believe uh, we're going to see pretty much every one of these cars as they go to uh, rebuild transmissions, probably swapping over to the Sadevs gearbox. We have still a pace car going by with lights on and a parade of Spec Racer Ford 3s right behind it coming over to you guys. All All right, guys, can I jump in here? Sure. All right, the other car here at three was the number one six. Um, I'll have to get your name here in a second. Tyler, Tyler Knighton. All right, the position at eight is clear. 
Turn three is clearing, and the pace car given one uh, the instructions to stay out one more lap. Thank you, Tim. All right, so as the pace car really has just passed here, uh, Chris, we might see them go green this time around. So, uh, guys, keep an eye on that pace car. Let us know when the light goes out. Now, one thing, too, Chris, about the SADEF was at the beginning of the year, guys like Van Accord, a couple others that were doing it, they, they were running at the back of the pack. But as the year went by, you saw them move up to the front, move up to the front, until they were pretty much, not all of them, but some of them, like Todd Vanacore, were consistently running in that top ten. So it showed that the, the transmission itself was very competitive once the drivers got the hang of it. You're right, and I think uh, durability is obviously, you yes. put miles on it, and uh, in the quality world that I've spent a little time in, it's called NDS, or non-destructive uh, testing, basically. You just want to go put miles on it and see what fails so you can improve it before you say, okay, everybody can go run it. It's a much better choice, or not really those stronger words, but here's an option for you guys. Right. Bob, like Bob pointed out, it was a cost uh, advantage, not necessarily a performance advantage. So, Tim, uh, pace car should be out there. Light might be off. Yes, no? He is coming through turn number seven right now. He is following one of the EV cars. Uh, I just heard in my ear, safety car, one more lap. So not going green this time around, gentlemen. All right. Thanks, Tim. Appreciate that update. We All know right, you guys, have the radio. Why that's happening. Yeah, go ahead, Bob. Chris? Yes. I'll tell you why that's happening. Car number 133 is uh, dead in the track uh, just between turn 10B and the Fox Factory Bridge. Uh, the emergency services vehicles are uh, responding and getting him towed out. Race group is coming over the hill from 9, uh, coming down the hill to 10A. So uh, they're trying to get this guy out of here as fast as possible so they can go green, but uh, not till I don't see them going green until uh, they get him pulled out of the way. So all the cars squeezing over driver's right. And the lights are still on on the pace car. Okay, appreciate the update there, Bob. And, and uh, come on to the bridge and over to you guys. Sure. Understood. Yeah, we're going to go by one more time here. One thing that I happen to notice is that the guys at the front, like the top 10 to 15, consistently are weaving to keep heat and everything. The guys at the back aren't. So I think that's your difference in experience, and maybe somebody's going to get caught out on cold tires here. So uh, just a little experience, something I kind of noticed as the field parades by down the front straightaway here as we watch the double cautions get displayed at start-finish by the starter. So, I mean, if it were me at the back, I'd definitely want to keep temp, but, it, you know, like you said, this first race of the year, maybe sometimes uh, these guys just are lacking a little experience, but this is one of those events where you can learn. All right, the way it looks here, uh, we've got 17 minutes left in this race or 13 laps. So instead of a feature race, it looks like this is going to be a shootout, gentlemen. And uh, that 133 car is Broderick Bogus. So hopefully the attrition factor is done and we can get a good 12-lap uh, run here with these Spec Racer Ford 3s. You know, I, I have yet to see one of those side-by-side, -side, you know, uh, hundreds or thousandths of a second finish in Spec Racer Ford 3 this year. I, I'd love to see one today here at Road, at Road Atlanta. Right on. Hey, Tim, pace light's still on? They are, guys. I'm actually listening. They said, uh, hang on. 
Actually, I believe 133 is in the pit lane. Hang on. Yep, just came on pit lane here along with two two uh, emergency vehicles. Okay, yep. I believe we're safety car is going to be coming in this time. I believe we're going to be going green, guys. I see the yellow flag getting put away on the starter stand ahead of me, and the green flag is in the starter's hand, creatively displayed behind his back at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> getting ready to surprise them. It's all furled, ready to throw it. Good job by the starter there. So, Bob, they should be coming into your view here. Let us know if pace car lights are off, and we're going green, bud. I will absolutely do that, waiting for them to pop up over the top of the hill here, and the lights are out in the pace car. So uh, we are going to go green this lap. Um, now we're starting to see an awful lot of scrubbing going on at the front of the field, and more than likely uh, they're going to be that dance is going to be going on all the way through the field. Pace car lights are out as they come into 10A, and our cars are not yet formed up, as you could imagine, but... Uh, uh, starting to do so as they get out of uh, 10A and into 10B. So here's the form-up starting as they go to the bridge. Uh, I yes, pace car's off. That's kind of weird. They're still single file. Well, yeah, it's oh, a restart, restart, Bob. Pace car's off. Pace. Well, we're going green and we're going single file. All right, so here we go. Green flag early before 12. A lot of gentlemen were jumping. There was a lot of accordion back and forth, Mike, but they have gotten the green. We're going to have to watch both ends of the field here. So right. head into one. They're around 12, all clean, down towards you. Well, so far so good through one as the leaders are heading up towards the hill. Tim, I'll give you the call here in just a second. I want to make sure everybody gets through turn one cleanly, which it appears they have, so they should be at the top of the hill for you, Tim. I forget about that. Denny Stripling is way out front, about five cars in front of Charles Russell Turner at 23. Everybody is single file coming down out of the hill into the S's. Denny Stripling still about three SR feet. Uh, car lengths in front there. Everybody's still single file between uh, Schofield, Vogel, and Green going into turn number six. A couple double wide going into turn number six. Coming back out of turn number seven, Stripling still unable to hold on, but it's, uh, Charles Russell Turner is nose to tail as I lose him getting ready to go up on the Moose Hill Bridge. I might be able to pick them up for a second, Bob, as I get ready to hand them off to you. And... It's still Stripling and Schofield. Less than a car length separates them, Bob. That's absolutely correct, Tim. And then uh, you've got about two car lengths back to uh, uh, Charles Russell Turner and Grant Vogel. So as they come around, it is a conga line. No real breakaways yet, but uh, it is still Stripling in the lead. Charles Russell Turner and then the rest of them coming over the, under the bridge and over the all right, there goes Schofield now in third, trying to make a move on Turner. They're side by side. Schofield being pushed by Green ran the fastest lap. Cannot make the, uh, he did make the switch there, Chris. All right, so it's Stripling in the lead. Move Schofield up to second, Turner back to third, and we have a waving yellow here at the start-finish line. I'm not seeing anything here in front of me, Chris. The 6-4 has slid off, but I got the uh, race leaders coming down at, um, actually, turn 10, 9-4 went off, too. But Denny Stripling is still out front here, about four car lengths difference over Charles Russell Turner as we're going into turn number six. 
not hearing anything about any other fur further flags out of those two instances we've got going on. Coming out of turn number seven, it is still stripling. Two car lengths over Charles Russell Turner. Everybody else is still single file going into turn number six and coming out. Coming underneath the Mutal Bridge, it is still Denny Stripling and Charles Russell Turner, Bob. Uh, they are nose to tails or on the way to you. As they come over the hill, it, it as they come over the hill, they are side by side, and it looks like we may have a new leader here. Uh, it looks like Charles Russell Turner may have gotten past Stripling. Uh, let's see, check here. That is uh, car 61. Schofield is now in the lead. So Schofield uh, takes it as they go under the Fox uh, Fox uh, Factory Bridge. Mike? Right on. Yeah, Bob, uh, Schofield has indeed passed for the lead with Stripling in second, Turner in third, and Vogel fourth, and Green in fifth is your top five. They have broken away from sixth, seventh, and eighth behind. There is a small pack here up front. They have decided to check out from the field, but evidently they forget that uh, sometimes we have cautions and that will negate their advantage, but they're trying to get away from everybody else here, Tim. Yeah, I see that five-pack that you're talking about, Chris, with Brian Schofield out front here. He is about two car lengths over Denny Stripling as they're going down through, going on back to about three car lengths. That's where Charles Russell Turner is in that number 23. They're still holding those positions as they're going into turn number six. Everybody else is single file going on back, coming through the S's the whole way down to six. Let's see if there is any updates coming out of seven. Single file. If there was a change, it was behind the the bathroom here. I'm going to try and get around here, Bob. But you might have to reset that if there was a pass. But I believe everybody was single file. It is still Brian Schofield out front, Bob, in the 61. Yep. And, well, as uh, as we, we have Schofield out front, now uh, we've got uh, two cars behind. And uh, uh, those were side by side. That was uh, Charles Russell Turner and uh, Denny Stripling. But that's changed out. That's settled out and uh, back in single-file line. Come over to you, Brian Schofield in the lead, guys. Well, right now it's Denny Stripling in the lead. Russell Turner second, Schofield third, Green fourth, Vogel fifth. As uh, Stripling and Turner have gotten around Schofield. So change up that front one more time. Attention to Pitt and Paddock, attention to Pitt and Paddock. First call to the grid for race group number two, Formula 500, Formula F, and Formula V. Race group two, first call to the grid, Formula 500, Formula F, Formula V. Uh, Tim, you're going to see it's going to be the four of Denny Stripling coming your way. Actually, Charles Russell Turner is back out front now <laughs> as they're going through turn numbers. <laughs> they always make liars out of me. Um, I believe there was some switching going up right here at the bottom of the uh, the hill before I lose them, before I gain them back. But it is still uh, Charles Russell Turner out front here. They are still nose to tail. So the, our top three is Dozy Doe and a lot here as they're coming down through the S's. But they're a single file underneath the Motal Bridge, Bob. And I believe it is still Denny or um, um, Charles Russell Turner out front in that 23. Nope, it's three wide coming through, and uh, nope. it is uh, car number four, uh, which is uh, 
is Denny Stripling is back out front. Car number 23, Charles Russell Turner, is in second. But as they got into 10A, they were three wide going into that breaking zone. Guys, over to you. Top eight, nose to tail as they go by me here, Bob, on the front straightaway as they break into turn one. No change at the front on that lap, but sometimes leapfrogging, where if you can get a draft and get by the other guy without having to use brake, sometimes leapfrogging actually can propel you forward more than using the draft. And that's apparently what our top two of Stripling and Turner are doing, Tim. Yeah, guys, we got eight minutes left in this session. And Denny Stripling is out front. About two car lengths separate him and uh, Turner in that 23. As I'm looking here, that opened up to still about two. Going on back about three car lengths is John Green in that 29. Going into turn number six, still holding those positions. They have fanned out a little bit between our top five. Two car lengths separates all five of them as they're coming out of turn number seven. This is where they were able to pick a little bit of speed, and Stripling and Charles Russell Turner pulls away a little bit from John Green in that 29, going up underneath the Motol Bridge. And taking a look over here, and it's still looking like Stripling has opened up about five car lengths now, Bob, as they're coming on the way to you. Well, our overall leader, uh, Denny Stripling and Charles Russell Turner, are about five car lengths ahead of, yes, uh, the rest of the field. But uh, that is closed down as they go into the uh, braking zone of turn 10A. And uh, it's down to about three car lengths as they go into the Fox Factory Bridge. Over to you, Chris and Mike. Well, that five-car breakaway turned into a nine-car breakaway is more than that. It's Stripling, Turner, John Green up the third, Rob Clifton up the fourth, Grant Vogel fifth, Peyton Long sixth, James Goffrey all the way back to seventh, Matthew Horst eighth, Brian Schofield, odd man out back to ninth, and look who's coming through the field, Chris, Todd Vanacor. He is now up to tenth. Chris, I mean, Tim, they should be coming to you. Alrighty, I missed the pack as they were coming down the hill here, so I'll have to reset that if there was any changing. They're going to have a uh, slower car to deal with as they're going into turn number seven. And uh, it is still Denny Stripling and Charles Russell Turner, nose to tail, making it past that slower blue car as they're going through turn number seven right now. They were able to successfully pass Stripling, Turner, still nose to tail. John Green, that 29, about 10 car lengths back, making his way past that um, slower car as Stripling and Turner is underneath the Murtal Bridge, and they are nose to tail, Bob, as they are on the way to you now. Nose to tail is about as close as you could come. They are stuck. Uh, uh, the uh, Russell Turner is stuck right up under Stripling's gearbox. And uh, in the back, coming behind them, there's two rows of two wide right behind them in that second breakaway. Green, Clifton, Vogel, and Long. So you guys going to see some action there as they come under the bridge and over to you. Yeah, Stripling and Turner are gone. I mean, there's 25 car lengths between those two who have got a little leapfrog program figured out that is actually benefiting them. And looking at lap times right now, Tim, Stripling's last lap and Turner's last lap are in the high 33s, which is actually lower than what qualifying was on Friday afternoon in the heat. So 33-second lap times, Tim, as the leaders come through your view. That's amazing. And I believe this that slower car that last time around down here by my way, 
was able to give them an advantage with stripping Tripling and Turner, but Grant Vogel in that 44 actually move uh, John Green back up to our third position as we're going through turn number seven right now. So as it stands, it's Stripling, Turner, and Green as they're going underneath the Motul Bridge here. I have to whip my neck around and see how we're coming out. They are nose to tail bob again. <laughs> between Stripling and Turner, and then Vogel. That's our top three on the way to you. All right, Stripling and Turner just coming into 10A right now. Vogel leading the pack of, uh, of uh, about 10 cars behind them. But uh, they were side by side. They're coming down into 10A and then uh, settled back in. And so there's a lot of action going on at the front of the pack here. It's Stripling and Charles Russell Turner. Over to you guys. All right, just Stripling opened up about a three-car length lead because Turner coming down the hill here had the back end kick out on him and really wiggled, had to uh, woe it up a little bit, so he lost a couple car lengths, but he is still running solidly in second. <laughs> Attention Pitt and Paddock, second call to the grid for race group two, Formula 500, Formula F, and Formula B. Race group two, Formula 500, Formula F, Formula V, your second call to the grid. Tim? All right, guys, about five car lengths separate Stripling and Turner going into turn number six. Go back, about, go back about 10 car lengths. That's where you find the 44 of Grant Vogel as they're going into turn number six right now. Everybody is pretty much single file. There was a lot of bright break lockup going into turn number six there this last lap around in the back of the pack. The pack has spread out significantly here. But as I look over, Stripling and Turner underneath the, no the Motol Bridge, Bob, and I believe about a car length steps in on the way to you. Yep, they are only about a car length apart, and now that compresses down to, again, the uh, nose under the gearbox stuff. But it is car number Russell Turner in the lead this time, not Denny Striplin. So as they go underneath the bridge, new leader, new, new day here uh, on this race course. Well, only a three-second gap here as the leaders chase by here. There's still a two-car battle at the front between Turner and Stripling as they head up the hill. And then about a three-second gap back to Vogel. So Vogel's trying to break away from John Green and join that party, Tim. As they come into your view at the top of the hill, you're going to have two cars nose to tail and then a slight gap. But that third car of uh, the 44 of Vogel's trying to catch up and get away from everybody behind him. Yeah, we actually have a car going off and hitting the wall at the same position as it was last time. He lost some car parts, so hang on. Let me see if I can get a number from the flag stand. I, we got... Hang on one second, guys. Sorry. Okay, they, they're not able to get a number either. Um... We got parts sitting on the track, but he is up against the concrete wall down here. Uh, gentlemen, we have two cars both facing at the exit of turn one. Both are blue. Cannot give you a car number. Tandem spin. Both are facing the wall in the kitty litter uh, at the exit of one, and neither can get out of the kitty litter, and they are both 
unable to free themselves. So we are going to need a little more time. And with about 45 seconds on my watch here in timing and scoring, that's about going to do it for this one. As Turner takes the lead to Stripling, coming down to the stripe here with a yellow flag displayed in turn one. All right, well, they're running the white flag right now here at turn, at turn one, so we are on the last lap. It's Turner Stripling coming up to you, Tim. All right, guys, coming down through turn number three right now, we are side-by-side side between Charles Russell Turner and Denny Stripling coming into the S's right now. We have to get this straightened out here. Let me turn down the other radio in my ear so I can concentrate as you're coming past here. Coming up the hill, that has settled out. It is Charles Russell Turner, Denny Stripling, and getting their way past a slower car right now, but that has even back out. Turner, Stripling, and Vogel in that order coming out. The side-by-side -side has um, subsided, but Charles Russell Turner in that 23 is out front right now. I believe there is a slower vehicle hanging these guys up coming out of turn number seven. So it uh, might be working in the favor of Turner here, guys, as he is motoring his way past underneath Mojo Bridge and on his way to you, Bob. All right, so we're looking and seeing what's going on here. You've got uh, right now 23 of Charles Russell Turner, but uh, following him, is, it, this is, this is kind of weird. Yeah, you've got Turner, Stripling, and Vogel all in that mix, but it looks like Vogel may have gotten around. You guys got to have to settle this one out. All right, Denny Stripling actually had about a four-car length advantage over Turner coming down the hill. He wins the race. Turner comes in second. Grant Vogel will finish in third. Rob Clifton fourth. John Green fifth. Matthew Horse finishes sixth. Brian Schofield seventh. James Goffrey eighth. Peyton Long ninth. Todd Vanacore will finish in tenth. But I'll tell you, a great run between Stripling and Turner, and it was ended up being Stripling got the advantage when he needed it at the end and held on that was quite the interesting race it's uh who can pull a gap in between different yellow flags on which corner on that last lap um there was a yellow in one so that took away one of the passing zones of three that we have here so interesting very interesting how this ended but uh i'd like to give a little bit of a shout out or a highlight to uh rob clifton who climbed himself into fourth place and uh I mean, he started, I'm trying to see here on the list here, how far back he came from. Uh, on the start list, he was 10th. So, an improvement of six positions, that's kind of a hard charger. Good job. It is. All right, uh, we want to let everybody know the Paddock Grill has bacon, egg, cheese sandwiches. Sunny's Barbecue will be open for lunch in the Pro Paddock. Having chicken, pork, Paddock Grill lunch. Today will be burgers dogs and chicken all right and with this one in the books let's make a final call to the grid for race group number two attention pit paddock attention pit paddock final call to the grid for race group number two formula 500 formula f and formula v race group two this is your final call to the grid formula 500 formula f formula v all right it's time for us to take a bit of a break we'll be right back with more racing action here at michelin speedway road atlanta for the 2022 hoosier racing tire seca super tour live on seca.com front slash live 98.1 here at the track on pmn2.com and then as always on the performance motorsports network <laughs> 